Hey guys, um, thanks for listening. This is Marisol. Um, I have a very special guest on this week's episode of the podcast. Um, it is my cousin, my cousin Fernando. You want to say hi, Fernando? Hello, everyone. Hello, my beautiful cousin Marisol. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm so happy to be a guest on your show. You can call me beautiful anytime. That would always work with me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'm going to tell uh, the people listening a little bit about our family, and then we're going to have a conversation about being Latin. So, uh, if you've listened to previous podcasts, you know that my mother is, uh, a big figure in my life, as in most people's lives, um, and she is Honduran. She's from Honduras, and she has a much more interesting life than I have had. She is one of 12 children, and or 14. That's, it's debatable. We don't know if my grandmother had 14 and two were lost, um, or 12. <laughs> it's up for debate. <laughs> but that alone probably explains a lot about my relationship with my mom right there. But um, my cousin, you're my second cousin. All right. You're grandfather was my uncle correct correct okay your mom's brother my mom's brother yes um which i have some great memories about him that i can share with you um but we just met you and i just met over thanksgiving yes we did but i felt like an instant bond with you likewise it was just and it wasn't the alcohol no, it wasn't. I was fine with the alcohol. Your other cousin was the one that just couldn't handle oh it. Oh my gosh! We gotta. We'll put that. Little pictures on the blog. <laughs> yeah, um, but you drink aguardiente, which is Colombian, and I drink tequila, which is Mexican. So, what do Hondurans drink? Well, Hondurans have um, guaro. You know, that's what they call it, and guaro is like a tra- traditional, like liquor, and it's it's kind of cheap. You know, and it's clear. Um, It's in these kind of cute-looking bottles, like the label. It's kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of hard to explain, but think third country, you know, third world country. Think um, cheap liquor. Uh, You know, it's not like quality. Because I know people that drink tequila, like in your case, they talk about, you know, Patron and how the quality, and you can't compare it. I, I don't like it. I think it's hot garbage. But I <laughs> as I take a shot, I'm just taking a shot. As, as you take that. a shot, yeah. Like just thinking of you taking a shot thousands of miles away, you know, bothers me. Like I want to just, you know, I want to take an aguardiente shot just to like even it out. Yeah, I well, tequila is new for me. Tequila is now. I think this summer will be two years that I've been drinking tequila. I never drank. I can never take shots before. Um, and it was actually, you know, Gina, our cousin Gina. Yeah. I was at, and it was summer, and I was at an office party of hers in New York, and someone brought Patron, and that's the first time I took a shot. Wow. And, um, up until then, if I was ever given a shot, I'd always, like, pour it over my shoulder. But now, as you know, I'm an expert. <laughs> yes. I took that's to it wow. very well, just very easily. Do you think by you drinking tequila, you feel more Latin? Or does the Latin come out of you when you, the more tequila you drink? <gasps> That's an excellent question. Um, 
I don't know because you know what the Latin the the you that you the me I'm sorry the me that you met it's me coming back to my Latin roots um so I don't know that's a great question because that's where I'm at right now in my life is coming back to it um so I'm going to tell you a little story because you don't know this story and um it'll it'll shed some light <laughs> on me and just the culture, I guess, coming back to it. Um, <clears throat> all right, you know Jennifer Lopez, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> she, she's a part of the story. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. It's, uh, okay. I'm just going to say right off the bat, if you know her personally and you haven't introduced me, I will be upset. Shit, if I knew her personally, I would, I, no, I don't know her personally. Um, what happened, okay, this is what happened. So she became famous, I don't know when, but with that movie, um, Selena. Mm -hmm. And when she became famous, I instantly did not like her. I hated her, hated her, just hated her with a passion. For years, I hated Jennifer Lopez with a passion. And I thought she was fake. I didn't think she was talented. I thought she was mean. I just had all these horrible feet. Like she invoked horrible feelings for me. If she came up on TV, um, you would change the channel. I would just like, oh, and if I saw her or someone brought her up or someone, I would just be like, oh, I can't stand Jennifer Lopez. At one point, this was after I had my children. So she'd been famous for a while. I was secretly downloading her music. Like, I love to clean my house to her music. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, see, no one cared. Like, my hatred for her wasn't, you know, it wasn't obvious to anyone. It wasn't a big thing. It was just something I internally realized. I realized that I had a physical, every time I saw her, she came up, I just had a physical reaction to her that was negative, very negative. And at one point, I was at this, like, uh, a scrapbooking thing for, you know, like a mommy group that I was a part of. And someone mentioned her and I had this reaction and I could tell by my, a, a friend's face that I was like, man, that's a really strong reaction that I have. Like, why, why do I have so much hatred for this woman? This is something you need to look into Marisol. This is like what was going in my head. Um, but I never did. I just didn't really have the time or sense to get introspective about it but many years later um <laughs> actually cousin gina knows knows all about this as i started after i got divorced and i started to like realize that i really had no sense of who i was and i looked at my kids and i'm like they don't speak spanish they don't even they're i mean i know I, when i say this i don't mean to sound racist in any way i'm just the easiest way to explain this but my kids are really white. <laughs> They're just white. They're white kids. My ex-husband's English. And I, I started trying to figure out, like, where I came from, why I had the feelings that I had. And then in that process, I realized that I really, it wasn't Jennifer Lopez that I hated. I hated the fact that she was Latin. And she was like really the first crossover Latin mainstream success. So at first I'm like, okay, am I jealous of her? Cause she's beautiful and successful. 
No, it's because she was Latin. I just didn't like her. <laughs> and but, but time on, time on. Did you feel that way towards other Latin celebrities? Like, were you like, did you not have Univision in your channel lineup? Like, not, you blocked that channel. Like, as soon as I left my house, when I left my mother when I was eighteen, I I left being Spanish. I stopped. I moved to uh, Tallahassee, then back to Miami, but then to DC. And now I'm in Wilmington, North Carolina. And when I left when I was 18, I left. Um, I left two days after my high school graduation. Wow. Yeah. And, I mean, that's why I kind of disappeared from the family. I just was like, I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> I hear you. Um, and I didn't, I never, I will have to say, I never stopped. I, and at no point in my life did I ever say, I hate being Latin. I never thought to myself, I hate being Latin, or, I, or now I look back and I'm like, oh, I did. Um, did you ever back then say, or like, as you think back about that time, did you ever say, I love being Latin, or this is something that I like about being Latin, you know? No, that's happened now. Now I do. Now I love it. Now I'm all in. I'm a, the biggest Jennifer Lopez fan. Like today, she's had a show in Las Vegas. Today, it's opening. And I'm like, I love her. I mean, I've done a 180. I've done a complete 180. Um, and I've come back to the family, you know, I've spent time with them. I, um, I want my kids to know my family. I think, to be honest with you, I mean, I've done a lot of thinking about it. I think for me... You know, you've met my mom. <laughs> you have met my mom. I didn't have the easiest childhood. And I was the only only female and the youngest um, in my family, in my nuclear family. And my mom um, was really tough on me. Um, I mean, you saw that. In, did you see that at Thanksgiving when she, like, said she didn't recognize me like she recognized everyone else but she didn't recognize me um no and the reason <laughs> why i didn't recognize that is because it's not personal to me the way it's personal to you yeah and and a side note my mom has dementia so she could literally yeah not. exactly <laughs> I don't know what your, your listeners knew so i wasn't gonna say all of that no no, no 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 it's all out there it's all out there so she literally could have not but at the moment, she was like, who is this? When I went in to kiss her, I looked over at my cousin Gina, and we kind of smiled at each other. Because now I know not to take it. Per like, that, But th this was before dementia. This was just, uh, that's just my relationship with her. It's complicated. You remember the potato salad? <laughs> well, well, I mean, okay, let me add this. From from being where I am in, in, the, in this bubble, right? Your mom is tough. I've hung out with your mom. I went to a soccer game with your mom in a stadium, Honduras versus Salvador. Carlos, your brother, and your mom. I was there with them. And she's not, she she has this look on her face like, like, I hate this. I hate everything right now that's going on. But I didn't feel that way, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm with her, and I'm talking to her, and, like, I actually got her to smile. You know what I'm saying? But that smile went... You've seen those Kanye West memes where he's like super serious or, and then he smiles and then he kind of, he notices that the camera catches him and then it goes back to like that serious look. 
Yes. She's just kind of like that. You know what I'm saying? She's not this lovey-dovey, come here. She's not like one of those grandmas that like <laughs> bake cupcakes and, you know, and read you bedtime stories. She just doesn't, she's not like that. No, 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 she's not. She. Let me give you like, you know, very quick. Um, and this is my perception of my mom. My mom is a very strong woman. She was the first one. She's the first one to get to the United States um, of our family. Did you know that? Yes, okay. that defends Carlos. Yes, yes. Yeah. Carlos is pretty the one that yeah that told me the history a little bit, yeah. a little bit. I'm not an expert on it, but yeah. Yeah, she she was the first one, and um, and that in itself has some drama to attach to it. But yeah, she was the first one. She was married three times. I was uh, the last of the third marriage, and I didn't know that till I was eight years old or eight or nine. I didn't realize um, until I noticed that my brother and I had different last names. <laughs> <laughs> what, what <the> <laughs> yeah um but this is what i'll say about my i'm gonna give the good and the the truth <laughs> the good is she worked her ass off how she got here she got here to this country i i still when i stopped to think about it and to think that she was one of 12 um she got here she was beautiful i mean the, her pictures i think gonna be be the artwork to my um podcast and she was gorgeous, and I think she um, she knew it. <laughs> and I think aging was very hard for her. So when I was born, this is my theory. I don't know. This is just a theory. My theory is between the death of my brother, which happened when I was nine, between having a daughter, which I think um, was difficult for her. I think, you know, I don't know. I, I suspect that when she had a daughter, that was kind of the end of my... I never saw my mom date. My mom never brought men to the house. Like, it, my mom went fundamentalist Christian after my brother died. So, I... No drinking, nothing. There, It was very um, strict. It was a very strict upbringing. There's no... I don't remember a lot of fun. I don't remember, you know, we kind of talked about this a little bit in Thanksgiving. There were, holidays were not happy at, you know, Casa de Sanchez. <laughs> they, they were not. Um, but I understand that now as a mother. As a mom, I understand if I lost a child, um, the monumental work to just get out of bed the next day would mm -hmm. be. So, so I've let go a lot. I've forgiven a lot. I've... Um, I've made peace with that, you know. And so I let, me you, let me ask you a question. So now you're you are at you know you like Jennifer Lopez. I love Jennifer Lopez. Right. So that, so where are you now with that whole Latin? Thing? I so, love being okay. Latin. I I understand. It's sort of like I feel like I was pretending to be something else for so long, and I didn't realize I was pretending. Like I didn't. I never, but what's the correlation between your mom and being Latin? Oh, Latin woman. This is this is what I think, and this is again a theory. I think because my childhood was pretty shitty, um, and I grew up here, so I grew up enough to have friends that were American, born here, and white. To me, their lives growing up seemed a lot better. They weren't getting their ass kicked at home. Um, <laughs> they didn't know what a chancleta was. They didn't know what the death stare was. They didn't know what it was to, you know. Um, they didn't know the vení para acá. <laughs> you know, para acá. yeah, exactly. They didn't know the belt. They didn't know. <laughs> they didn't know. 
<laughs> Why we gotta get our own weapon to like you go get the weapon you're gonna choose? To yeah, use. you have to go get your own. Yeah. No, I was telling my daughter. She, I asked her to do something for me, and she just oh, she was like acting like it was torture. And I'm like, do you realize that back in the day, I my mom would make me. This was when we had landlines. No one had cell phones. She wanted to call someone. She would have me call, get them on the phone, and then get, <laughs> then give her That's the phone. How, yeah, yeah. That's how it was. And get her. I mean, I, I literally felt like I was her indentured servant. And that's, yeah. what, that's what I think because I had that. If I only had that as my environment, I think I would have been fine. But I had that, and then I went to school. And at school, I could see that other kids had a different life. They had soccer and, you know, um, you know, parent, two parents, and I don't so, know. Let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. What is being like, what is Latino to you? What does being Latino mean to you? Now? I'm just coming back to it, so. <laughs> I don't like, know. What defines a Latino? To me, it's, and, it's my culture. Like, I, I never felt comfortable being American, all white. And I never felt comfortable being all Latin. But now that I get older, I realize I miss... You know, like we celebrate Christmas Eve, Noche Buena. Mm -hmm. I didn't do that. The whole after I left my 18th, I, I went to celebrating the 25th and Santa. I even started celebrating Boxing Day, which is an English holiday. Um, I the, what day is Boxing Day? I'm curious. It's the 26th. I think it's celebrated because in England, you know, there was a lot of the class system, so people served on Christmas. So their Christmas was the next day, and they would get boxed up treats from the houses that they served. Wow, little history lesson. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. I we would have crackers. Crackers is an English uh, tradition. It's like a little thing that you pop open and you put a hat on and read a, a really badly written joke, and you get oh, a little wow. treat in it. Um, I didn't do anything Spanish. My kids, I don't know when my kids realized I was Spanish, and that's really, that was the big moment when my kids were old enough that I was like, holy shit, they have no idea. I mean, they have, <laughs> they have no idea. Like, how do you, how, do you think that you define Latin or do you look at yourself as a Latin woman differently than how your kids look at Latin? Because, I mean, I don't know the exposure your kids have to Latin culture and Latin society, especially in the United States, you know? It's very limited and it's actually really interesting now because... You know, they've been introduced to some of our cousins and spent time with them. And um, and how did that go? They loved it. It was it was it was crazy. We went to Tito's wedding last December. My my nephew, my long lost nephew that we found many years later. Um, That's awesome story. That is an awesome story. We went to their wedding, and it was a culture shock for them. You know, it was it was. <laughs> But they had the best time, and they were dancing, and um, they love. They just love. They we had a family reunion here this summer, and they just had so much fun. And I think, but it, it is an interesting conversation, especially like when you watch the news, and you know you hear Donald Trump say something, and I'll you know I talk to them a lot about politics and things of that nature, and I'm like you know when he talks about immigrants the face that comes up for me are my aunts and my mom. Like, they all, yeah, they fucking worked their asses off. They were never on assisted support. 
Um, and they were single moms working their asses off. So it's sort of, I was just like, I was trying to explain that to them. Like when hate is spewed towards immigrants, that hate is being spewed on our family. Um, All right. And then I've also, I've been very honest with them. I was like, you know, I... And what's the reaction when you tell them that? They get it. They get it. We've had like a couple issues recently because, you know, they make jokes like say your people or, <laughs> and, and we're trying to figure out what the balance is, you know, because I kind of did a 180 on them. I, I sort of said, Oh, I'm sorry. I know I've raised you as, you know, white Anglo-Saxon little children, <laughs> <laughs> but hold, hold up. Mommy's making a change game plan. And, and my daughter, especially my daughter, Heather, I think has embraced it the most. Um, so it's interesting. It's still developing. And I'm really like trying to make a point of having them meet as much of the family as possible. Um, but to them, it's just, it's so different. Like they found my quinceanera pictures. And for mm-hmm. the li- listeners that don't know, quinceanera is like the equivalent of a what Americans celebrate, like sweet, sweet 16, but we celebrated at 15. And uh, it's generally the female, and it's sort of like her being presented. Like that's, you know, she's being presented. She's a senorita now. She's a senorita, um, which I think says a lot about our culture. <laughs> but she's yeah. not, but you wear these like bell-sized dresses, and I have pictures. I didn't have a quinceanera, you know, party, but I, my mom did forced me to take the pictures. And if you look at the pictures, I look so freaking unhappy. Like I didn't want to take, I wanted a sweet 16. I didn't want a 15. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was, it was, you know, I, I again, I just want to make but, clear. Tama, this is, this isn't something that I, I just thought about. Like, like, okay, for example, myself, I'm an immigrant. I was born in Honduras, you know, but I was raised in the United States all my life. I came here when I was a year old, year and a half. So, I, you know, I'm a product of the American system. I went to public schools and the whole nine, and I have met both kids that are the exactly like me, or 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 they were born in the United States, but they have, you know, first generation, you know, um, Hispanic Latin families, and they speak Spanish. When they're at home, they have to speak Spanish the whole night. And then I have the other side where they're like. You know, I have to speak Spanish to my mom because I have to, but I really don't like to speak Spanish. And anywhere else, I'm not Latin or I try not to be Latin. Like, I just speak English. And if you talk to me in Spanish, that's like, ill, and don't talk to me like that. And just speak to me in English because, you know, this is America. And so I've seen both. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I, I wasn't like that. I wasn't like, oh, don't speak Spanish. It, to me, this is how I see it. But I, this is my, my childlike perspective. It's not... It was sort of like when I was little, stuff was shitty at home, and I thought, I just thought white people had it better. I thought they had nurturing parents that loved them, they got to go to Blockbuster, they had money, they didn't have to worry about... Um, but what does that say about being Latin? That's why I don't find no, the correlation. Like, what, what's your I'm not, situation I'm not, have to do with being Latin? I'm not saying it makes sense, I'm saying that's how it got fucked up. I put all the negative of my life on being Latin. And that's why I came to hate Jennifer ah, Lopez. Okay, okay, okay. Like all that hatred went to Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> Poor J-Lo. Yeah, she represented what, you know, 
something that I had a visceral reaction with. I, I'm not saying it's right. It's certainly not right. And I, I'm embarrassed. I had a lot of shame that I felt that way. And it wasn't ever conscious. It was never like, you know, oh, I wanted to, I didn't even just wanted to be white. I wanted to be white and I wanted to be Jewish. I thought being Jewish, <laughs> <laughs> you would have a better life. I, I don't know that it makes any sense. It, um, it does make sense. It does make sense because I look at Jewish, the Jewish people that I know, right? And, I, and the Jewish communities that I know, they take care of themselves. They take care of their family. They take, they have a very good, foundation you know what i mean yeah. and they their kids when they the, the people their you know their mentors their dads their uncles their people in their synagogue and stuff like that they they are well they they're educated they went off they are very structured so their structure is, is there is good you know what i'm saying yeah they they, they got it going on yeah, you know what i'm saying see, they got they got they, they're part of the cool club you know see, and me. you're right when you're a kid or even as an adult who owns, like in New York City, who owns all the major, you know, jewelry stores, you know? Who is, can, like in Miami, all the, one of the best lawyers, you know, or or dentists or whatever, you know what I'm saying? They're Jewish. Yeah, I, I mean, I, you know, we're getting kind of like in danger zone and I don't want to offend anyone, but that's, I remember sixth grade, no, fifth grade, fifth grade wanting to marry Ryan Rosenberg because he just seemed to have a great family and a great home life and... And that's how I identify. I, I think we're talking greater bottom. Yeah, no, no, no. But I, you know, I never want. I never consciously said, "Oh, I hate being Spanish" or "I hate being Latin." It was just sort of like I hated my life, and that was what I decided to put the blame on was me being Latin. I thought being Latin meant, you know, <clears throat> this is this is my childhood. My childhood was I felt like as the only girl that I had to do a lot more. Uh, work around the house than my brothers did even though I had great brothers I had great brothers my brother um, both of them were great but you know our culture the men <laughs> sit and the women go do or you know, do the stuff I felt like I had to do the stuff for my mom I felt that I was American but I, I wasn't allowed to go to dances I wasn't allowed to have a boyfriend I wasn't allowed you know I, I was living here but I couldn't live the life that I wanted to live it was very strict. I think I understand how you feel because put yourself like, let's say you were um, Muslim, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say you were a Muslim girl growing up. I think they go through the exact same thing, even more. Probably. You know what I'm saying? Because their culture is just so so much different than, you know, like Hispanic culture and Latin culture is very similar to American culture in a way. You know what I'm saying? It's getting but, there, but we're, we're a generation apart. I think my... Me being one of the first to be born here, it was a you know it was a big. I was called La Gringa. Your your aunt still called me La Gringa, just because I was born here, um, or because uh, maybe that's the way. I think it, it's because you look it. I don't think it's necessarily because you were born. I don't think I look like a look Gringa. Anglo-Saxon. Do I? Time. No, don't say that. That makes me sad. I want to <laughs> look Latin. I want to look like J Lo. <laughs> 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 you trying to look mestizo? Um, I don't know. I know people have said that that I don't look Latin. I'm like, really? That makes me sad. That look, you you can pull off a Latin look real quick. You know that. I do you know yeah. that. You know that if you put that that shade of, of lipstick color, 
that shit. You know, you know what you got to do to look like, you know. The band-aid dress. I got it. And, and that's pretty much how I dress now. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? The high, you know, the short dress. You know, yeah. you know, you can look like anyone can look like. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because that's one thing that I don't, I kind of dislike about some people that they think that you know a certain culture looks the same. No, like if you go to Honduras, every like the people, Honduran people, and especially in Tegucigalpa, the capital, they look just like the people in Miami. There's redheads. There's Asian looking. There's black. There's you know, there's everything. So. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you you could, like, for example, look at myself. I can pass for Muslim, Italian, Dominican, Caribbean. I can pass for anything but Honduran. You know what I'm saying? So, you, you could, you're Latin, but you do, like, we're, we're white. I'm white. You're white. Carlos is white. Yeah. We are white. Yeah. But, yeah, that's my, that was my, that was my story. But I don't feel, like, I just want to make clear, I don't feel that way anymore. Like, I realize that my thinking was fucked up. I realized that it was wrong. I realized that... When did you realize that? Um, it was in the last few years. Like, a lot of my growth has happened since my divorce, um, which is, I guess, going on four years. It was just sort of like having introspection. It was just kind of going it back and trying to figure out these things. And, and you know, I really, to be relatively... Um, to let go of the past, basically, I needed to make peace with it. And to make peace with it, I had to revisit all this stuff. And really, you know, what I've learned as I get older is it's it's not about blaming other people. It's not about blaming my relationship with my mom. It's not blaming my mom. It's how I interpreted the stuff. And, you know, you know, it was... It, there were a few years there that were really, you know, they were the formative years. They, I was my baby's age now. She's nine. Um, where the shit got really ugly really quick <laughs> for us at my house. And I, I feel like um, somewhere in that little kid's head, it's not me as a 42-year-old, but it was me as like a 9, 10, 11, 12-year-old that just was like, you know, if I if I wasn't Latin, if my mother wasn't Honduran, if I was born here, I would have a better life. I would, you know, be able to go get movies at Blockbuster and not at the 99 cent store. I would have gone to a high school, uh, I went to, <laughs> I went to a junior high called Jose Martin Junior High and I resented it. I, re I resented it. I resented, I wanted to be American. I wanted my name to be Jennifer, and I wanted the blonde hair and blue eyes. And so, I, so let me ask you a question. So, where are you now? Because now I love giving, it. You're yeah. giving your kids an American lifestyle. You are. I am. You are. You're. You're constantly trying to find like your Latin roots. So, don't aren't you clashing a little bit? No, I mean I. I like I see. I feel like it's a, been a 180 for my kids, but the more centered I am the more I'm comfortable with who I am um the more I love it I when we had Thanksgiving and you know we hung out and we were eating the food that I grew up eating um talking in Spanish having conversations I felt authentic does that make sense and I feel absolutely yeah, and I feel like I spent most of my life being inauthentic not by choice I didn't, wasn't trying to be fake I wasn't trying to be um, I never consciously said, oh, I want to be white. 
But somewhere in my psyche, I was like, okay, <laughs> if I run away from my culture and I run away from my family, I'm going to have um, this, 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 and this. And when I raised my kids, when they were little, <clears throat> I thought white suburbia was what I, I wanted them to have. That's it. I, it makes no sense. <laughs> it's not justifiable. And it's, you know, it's hard to admit, and I, you know, especially if we post this on the, you know, World Wide Web. But yeah, that's, that's what happened to me. It was... Do, do you think that there's a Hispanic or Latin suburbia? You think that exists? I don't know. But now I do see what I notice is if you watch TV, there's all these like Jane the Virgin and there's a one with a telenovela. Um, it, it, I see it seeping into mainstream, this Latin, like, you know, the Latin, um, I don't know what, I, what I, how to describe it, but the storylines, you know, the way we grew up, the way we were raised is kind of coming, becoming mainstream. And I love it. I lo I feel like that's the first time I feel like, oh, you know, there is like so many Jane the Virgin episodes that my kids watch. And I'll be like, you have no idea. Let me tell you how it's really like. <laughs> you know, like like Jane the Virgin in the in the Jane the Virgin, she the grandmother. She's a little girl, and she she's talking about virginity, and she's she crushes the flower and says, "Oh, if you know, when you lose your virginity, you're no, you're no longer pure or anything." My mother looked at me, and her this was the sex talk I had with my mother. She's like, if you have sex, I will know. I will look in your eyes. I will know. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. And you met my mother. You <laughs> best scared the shit out of me for a long ass time. Um, yeah. 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 So to see well, that stuff represented in, in just TV, it does. It feels good. It feels, you know, I don't know. I feel like I'm coming home. I feel like. I love, I like it when I, every time I go to Miami now, I, I just, I, so, so, so let me ask you a question. So do you feel, let's say you have a magic wand and you can teach your kids Spanish instantly, right? They don't have to go through all this training. They just automatically next morning, no Spanish. You're telling me that you can't have the lifestyle exactly the way you have, but only speak Spanish in your house. Oh, no, I do. I think it would be even better because this is the thing about being Latin. Latins, this, this is the good stuff I realized about being Latins. Family. Our family is tight. Like, it, maybe not my nuclear family for a long time, though I think we've gotten better. Um, but we have this huge family. Think, think of all the cousins we have. With my grandmother having 12 kids... I don't even know how many fucking cousins we have. We tried to figure it out the other, like over the summer. And that was some... crazy. Remember I was trying to do the Ancestry.com? Yeah. It's crazy. But it's a beautiful thing to like realize that there's all these people out there. Like I, I was telling my my daughter, she was talking about wanting to go here or go there for college. And she's like, but, you know, I'm scared. And I'm like, you know, you have a network of family in this country that you don't even, you're not even aware of. You're like, you, <laughs> you can move to New York, you can move to Florida and you, you have family, instant family. And that's a, that's a great thing. Um, and how we celebrate, like when I had so much fun at Thanksgiving, that was the best Thanksgiving. I did a podcast on it. 
It was the best Thanksgiving ever, and it had an asterisk because my kids weren't with me, so I felt bad saying it was the best Thanksgiving ever. But um, <laughs> it was. It was the best Thanksgiving ever. And the way we dance and celebrate life and just can laugh at shit. Um, you know, I'm curious. Pop quiz. What's the difference between Hispanic and Latin? I'm not 100% sure. I did a little research on it. From what I can understand, Latin is, Hispanic is if you come from... Your roots come from Spain. Um, so, for example, because my dad was from Spain, I'm Hispanic. And because my mother is Honduran, which is anything um, anything other than Spain, is Latin. But I don't know if that's exactly right. I don't know. I've always, the, to me, the two were interchangeable, Hispanic and Latin. But I think Latin comes from that. What do you, what do you understand it to be? Um, Latino has to do with it does not include Spain first of all um, and it has to do with kind of like territory yeah you know what I'm saying for example Brazilians are Latinos really yes Brazilians are Latinos now Hispanic to me includes Spain and it does include territory as well and it, to me specifically it's like in this territory, they speak Spanish. And if they're in this territory, they speak Spanish, they are Hispanic. They can be Latino, right? Mm-hmm. They, can, they can be both. But a Brazilian can be Hispanic because they don't speak Spanish. Oh, I, I really, yeah, it's a weird distinction. I don't know exactly if. You got to figure that out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think I have both because my dad was from Spain, which is another weird, you know, dynamic I have. Um, But I don't know. But I I, I just wanted you to be clear. I do love being Latin, Hispanic. Like now. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think just because you drink tequila. I don't know. You can't see my face, but it's really sad. (laughs) I have a sad face right now. No, I do. I do. Um, you know what I, I'm not, okay. If any of my, one thing I think about being Latin, a difference between being Latin is, um, I don't know how to say this without sounding like an ass, but what I, what I love about being Latin is we, I think Latins aren't as puritanical about, um, sexuality than Hispanics are like Hispanic. Hispanics are comfortable being sexy. Does that make sense? Like we Absolutely. And I, I don't feel that way. Now I'm going to have a bunch of white people angry at me. <laughs> no, 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 I think they'll agree with you. I think they'll agree that, like, a Latin woman, for example, a Latin woman has spice. A Latin woman has this sex appeal. And not to say that white women don't have it. It's just it's very natural for a Hispanic or Latin woman to have that. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know where it, I think it, it comes from? I have a theory, Fernando. Go ahead. <laughs> La telenovelas. I grew up watching telenovelas. You grow up watching telenovelas, you see women who are sexy. And that's just, that we're, you know, they, they were beautiful and they were okay with it. And, and they used their sex appeal to get what they wanted. And, it, you know. Exactly. And it was drama. And, uh, and I grew up watching that. <laughs> You're right. But I... But honestly, like, it's just natural. Like, you, if, like, for example, I live in Miami. Miami's kind of like 
living in the United States but in a Hispanic country. In right? Cuba. Like, no, not like Cuba. <laughs> At all like Cuba. Take that back. Anyway. I take so, it back. Like, you can go to Home Depot and you're going to find women and you might be saying to yourself, wow, why is she dressed like she's going to a club? But to her, she's very comfortable. She doesn't know. She's actually dressed down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you know what? She's very sexy. But that she feels sexy. That girl. At the end of the day, (laughs) it's about you. It's how you feel. You know, it's not like, you know, for, like, it's sex appeal is, is, I think it has to do with, like, colors, you know? If you like certain type of sex appeal, then you'll find that, you know, attractive. If not, you're not, you know? But I think in general, that Latin women have a natural... That's the key thing, natural. Because anyone can put on makeup. All right, but I know how we're going to end this because I'm going to bring it back to my mother. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to bring it back to my mother, Fernando, because the picture, I showed you the picture before we did this podcast that that I'm I'm posting. I think I'll post it on my website regardless, but it's the picture that um, I think I'm using as the the artwork for, for the podcast. Is my mother, which is really ironic uh, and beautiful in a way, but it's it my, it's my, it's my mother surrounded by a bunch of men. And if you look at my mother, this is way before she had me, way before she had children. She's in Honduras. My mother looks sexy as fuck. She just looks like she owns that room and every man there. It, uh, she just, and that's what you know. It kind of makes me a little bit it has. This is just a realization I've had in the last two years, watching my mother and watching my mom go through dementia. Um, because when you when you spend some time with her and you kind of just watch her and you're not judging her or just sitting there in anger or, <laughs> or guilt, um, my mom lights up when she gets the attention of men. I've just noticed that if it's a doctor or um, um, a cousin or anyone, but she just loves... It's like a flower, watching a flower bloom. Um, and I think that my mom, the mom that I didn't know, my mother before she had children, was that spicy, hot, Latin, you know, woman. And unfortunately, I feel that because she felt she had children or had a daughter, maybe, um, that she had to shut that off. And she went to the other extreme. She went from being this hot, sexy Latin woman to like the fundamentalist. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't think it has to do with the children. It, it, that can be easily manipulated by a man in her life. No, but she like she was with my. Fa- I don't know. It's just a theory I have. I I really. I kind of feel, and this is, again, I could be totally wrong, but I I sort of the story I've made up in my mind, which I kind of find to be sweet is I think my mom, um, you know, she tells these stories when she has these moments of dementia or she goes back to the past. When she goes back to the past and she talks about Honduras, what I hear, the stories I hear, she is someone who loved to dance, loved to flirt, wasn't doing anything bad, um, but was just, I think I think my mom was sexy. Um and I don't know if it was age. I don't know if it was menopause. I don't know if it was me. I mean, I think on some level, I think it was probably, I feel like it was me. But she um, shut that off. She shut that version of herself off. 
And um, I think that's when she got bitter. And that's how I know her. <laughs> I think that her shutting off could have been caused by so oh, it been many caused by the, It could have been can't... caused by the death of my brother, which I don't know. I'm not, I, I don't know. So many, it could have been the stock of that day. Who knows? I don't know, but I tell you what, I would have loved to have met the, the mom that I think is in that picture. I think her and I would have had a lot in common. <laughs> um, you know, but I don't know. But I do know that I've enjoyed having this conversation with you. I don't know how long we went. We are about 50. 50 minutes in. That's pretty long for me. So, um, anyway, I, re I enjoyed the shit out of this conversation. I, I hope people listening uh, will, too. Um, everyone, thank you for listening. Um, you know, every time it, this gets a little bit bigger, I'm just always surprised and happy and grateful because I, I really do enjoy doing this. Um, and thank you, Fernando, for coming on. Um, thank you for having me. Please share if you found this remotely interesting. <laughs> 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 and um, uh, I'm not going to read. You can find it on iTunes. You can find it now. You can find it on Stitcher. Stitcher. Oh. Um, it's on Stitcher now. It's on my website, uh, www.shityoucan'tmakeup.com. Like this podcast, you can't make this shit up. <laughs> How do you remember the U? Oh yeah, the U is just the letter, not um, not yeah. the word, like, not the way old people like me spell it. Um, <laughs> how the U spells it, U. Anyway, uh, and also that website, I am trying to blog on there. Um, so I think I'll write something about this before I post. Uh, but it's also a little bit under construction. It's still. The one that's up is up, but I'm working with someone. Ironically, I'm working <laughs> with the guy that I was dating, that I'm no longer dating. So it's a very unique situation. Oh, snap. Yeah, kind of crazy. But he's like a really nice guy. He's good at what he does. Um, it just didn't work out for us. It's really weird. <laughs> it's because you're Latin. It's because I'm Latin. I don't know. But yeah, I got Latin music for the intro, but I have I don't can't freaking figure out how to add the... I have the intro now. Uh -huh. I don't know how to add it to this file. Oh, good luck with that. <laughs> I don't know. And it's like I watch the YouTube videos, and it's sort of like I'm in algebra again. I'm like, I just space out. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. All right. <laughs> when are we going to do this again, by the way? I don't know. We can do it whenever. Um, I enjoy doing it. I, that was awesome. And thank you so much for having me. It okay. was a pleasure getting to know you better, um, getting to know your inside, getting to know the family better. It was great because I got to, to spend quality time with you, even though we're miles away. Oh yeah, um, you're in my where you're in Miami. I am in Miami. And you um, just got married and are about to have a, a baby. Yes, I am. My yes. wife, her name is Idania, and our daughter, her name is Alice, and oh. my wife is um, thirty weeks. Yeah, 30, 30 and a half weeks pregnant, which is seven months for the guys out there that don't count in weeks. And um, we're very excited for this little bundle of joy that's coming our way. Yeah, and you need to rub your wife's feet as often as you possibly can. Get she a big, ass, just get a big ass jar of coconut oil. Touch, if not, the baby will come out. <gasps> oh, shit. Okay, well. <laughs> and I don't want a baby right now. She needs yeah. to wait until March 28th. That's funny. All right. Well, um, thank you for joining. Love you. Um, Love you too. And I will talk to you soon.
Okay.